We're going to be learning the first Sikha of Pasha Shmini. This is a beautiful Rashi Sikha. In Pasha Shmini, Per Tes, Pasik Chavbez, the Pasik tells us this is after Moshe Rabbeinu gives the command for Aaron to bring the different Karbanis and the Mincha to the Meluyim, and Aaron brings it. The Pasik tells us that the Yisa Aaron is Yadav El Am Vivarachem that Aaron raises up his hands towards the people and he blesses them. And then he descends from performing the uh, the Chatas the Oil and the Shlom. And the next pasuk continues Pasuchaf Gimel. Then Vyavay Moshe Aaron El Maid that Moshe and Aaron went to the Oil Maid. Vyetsu and they leave. Vyavarchus Am and they bless the people. Vyavarchus Hashem El Kalam and he uh, all the people are able to see the glory of Hashem. So we're going to be focusing on Pasuk Chavbeis. So you see that, first of all, even before we start, that there's two brachas that are being given. The first bracha is by Aaron, and the second bracha is by Moshe and Aaron. The second bracha is the bracha that Shetishra Shechina and that Moshe and Aaron are davening, that after they've completed all the Karbanis and they've built the Mishkan, that Hashem Shechina should be Shaira there. The Shaila is, what's exactly the first bracha that only Aaron is given? So in the Mepharshim, we see two opinions. The first opinion, which we're going to be focusing on, is Rashi. Rashi tells us it's the Birchas Kayanim, Yivarachacha, Yar Yisa. And the second opinion is the opinion of the Ramban. The Ramban tells us that it's actually the Bracha of, uh, that whenever the, we see by Shleim HaMelech, when he inaugurated the Beis HaMikdash, he, he, he blessed the people, he made a Bracha for all of the people. So similarly, Aaron was inspired, and he gave a bracha, his own bracha, for the people, just like Shleim HaMelech did. The source bring that the source of Rashi is from the Teres Kainim on this Pasuk, that the Teres Kainim says, V'ravarchem, zu bracha stuma, shi'ata yoga, that when it says V'ravarchem, it's a, it's a unclear, it's a sealed bracha, it's a bracha which is unclear what it is, you don't know what it is. Therefore, Chaza Kas of Upiris Lahalam, therefore the Pasik later on explains it. And ta- this is in Parshas Nasai. Meaning is the Tayyar's Kainim is telling us that the first time it mentions in our Parsha that Aaron gave a bracha, it doesn't say what this bracha is. But later on, the next time Aaron gives a bracha, where, where Aaron and his children are commanded to give the bracha, which is Birchus Kaim, it does tell us what it is. And this is the source of Rashi. And talk in the Gemara, many places we learn different halachas from these psukim regarding Birchus uh, uh, One of them is that you're supposed to be facing. Since, since it says, that he faces the people. Um, therefore, we learn that the Kainim are supposed to be facing the people when they give a bracha. And there's other things that the Gemara learns. Uh, from, from these Pesukim. So this is a source of Rashi. It's, it's also in the Gemara and the Tarskainim. But the Ramban says, Al it, it, this, this Pshat doesn't fit so well. And he says for two reasons. He says the first issue is, Birchas Kainim is only said much later in Parshas Nasei. And to explain why, why over here we're only in Parshas Shemini. And to explain more, which I, I think this is the Pshat of the Ramban, Pasha Pshat, is that if you look at the beginning of Chumash Midbar. Midbar starts off that it's B'chodesh HaSheni, B'shan HaSheni. So we're talking about the month of Iyar in the second year after the Mitzrayim. And since the assumption always is in the Torah, if until it gives a new date, that the events are going in the proper order. So we're already up to Iyar. 
So that's already after the Chanukah HaMishkan. The Chanukah HaMishkan was in the second year Rosh Chodesh Nisim, which was a month earlier. And by Midbar, which is the next Sefer, and it's the next month, is in Ir. And when it gets to Parshish Nasa, it talks about the Birchus Kainim, the Mashmois, the Optipshut HaShemikr, is that this, the, birch, the command for Birchus Kainim was only said um, after Ir, in the month of Ir, at least. The second problem that the Ramban points out is that it doesn't say anywhere in our Pasek that, that Aaron got a command to give Birchus Kainim. And as the Rebbe points out to Ha'ara, that everything over here that Aaron is doing is based on a command from Moshe Rabbeinu. That it says right at the beginning of the Pasek, and he tells him exactly what he's supposed to be doing. He tells him about each carbon, each minicha he's supposed to be doing. But all of a sudden, when it comes to Birchus Kainim, it doesn't, he just blesses them on his own. Or it doesn't, Moshe gives a command, but the Pasek doesn't tell us that there's a command. That seems very strange. True, sometimes the Torah will tell us how, um, um, Hashem, sometimes it will only tell us part of the details. Like Hashem gave the command to Moshe and self-understood that he gave it to the Yidin. Or it tells us how Moshe commanded the Bnei Yisrael and it's understood that Hashem told Moshe to give this command to the Bnei Yisrael. But over here we're seeing from the, the parsha of, of Shmi, uh, par, Muim that the way how it was working is that Moshe was speaking directly to Aaron telling him the commands. And we don't find this command to do Birchus and if you remember already, actually the truth is from Parsha Shemini. Parsha Shemini, we have a similar issue. It says regarding the um, the mizbeach that it says that one of the things that they did with the mizbeach was that they that are that they sprinkled the Shem Hamishcha on the mizbeach seven times. So Rashi says, I don't know where this command is from because when you look at the tzivri of how you're supposed to do do, do the maluyim. It doesn't tell us, all it tells us is that you're supposed to anoint the kalim and anoint the Mizbeach. It doesn't tell us anywhere that you're supposed to do Sheva HaZois of the Shem HaMishcha on the Mizbeach. So Rashi says, I don't even know where this came from. So we see that Rashi is very clear that any type of command regarding the Meluyim is going to be said from Aaron, uh, from Moshe to Aaron, or Hashem to Moshe. And therefore by the Mizbeach, regarding the Sheva HaZois from the Sheva Mishra, where it's not saying, Rashi has a Shaila. The Ramban gives an answer over there. He says that since it talks when it's talking about the Mizbeach, it says you're going to anoint the Mizbeach, and then it says it's going to be Kedush Kedashim, so therefore he says the Pasuk's adding another level of Kedusha. Kedush Kedashim, therefore it means like an added level of Kedusha, which is going to be the Sheva HaZois. Why Sheva HaZois? Because since we find that uh, Aaron and uh, Aaron Ubanov and the Bagadim were sprinkled seven times. They had wearing the clothing and they're supposed to be sprinkled with the Shem and Mishka seven times. He says it must be the Kedusha Kedashim, since it says by the Mizbeach, Kedusha Kedashim, it's an added level of Kedusha, and the only other type of added Kedusha we find is Sheva Hazai. So that's how the Ramban answers it. But the point that we're trying to say is that if there was a command, it should have been said clearly in the Pasik, which we don't find over here that it was a command in the Pasik. So that, those are the two shilas of the Ramban. So the Ramban, what does he, he give an answer? He gives a beautiful answer. He says, it was actually a bracha that Aaron was inspired to give on his own, just like Shleimah HaMach. That's why it's nothing to do with Birchus Kainim. So it's not a problem of, it's not in the correct order that Birchus Kainim wasn't told to us yet, because true, it, it, Taka wasn't command, the Aaron did not have command yet of Birchus Kainim. This was his own bracha. And this also explains why we don't find it severely in the Psukim that Moshe told Aaron to do the Birchus Kainim, because Taki never gave him a command to do Birchus Kainim. This is something that Aaron gave on his own, just like Shleim HaMelech uh, made a bracha. So these are the, the main Shilas on Rashi. What are, A, the Pshutish Shemikra, 
it seems it should have been similar to the Ramban strat, like it's Birchas Shleima, not Birchas Kuhuna, which is only going to be mentioned in Chodesh year and in Parshas Nasai. And second of all, we don't find a Tzivui in the Pasuk to do, do, that Aaron was supposed to do the Birchas Kain. Regarding the first question, the Ramban gives two answers, meaning is the higher that it's not in the proper order. The first answer he wants to give is that if you look at Parshas Nasai, Right after it tells us about the mitzvah of Birchas Kainim, it tells us about the, uh, the, the Karbanis that the Nesim brought. And it says, mm-hmm. that the Nesim came and each one brought their own carbon. And we know that the Chanukas uh, of the Nesim started on Rosh Chodesh Nisim for the next 12 days. So therefore, he says, since it's the Psukim or Nismach, the Birchus Kainim is right next to Vihibi Yom Kulais we can kind of make that, uh, say that, that, that there's a Hekish, that there's a Smichus of the Psukim, it's telling us that they actually both happen at the same day. So that's one answer the Ramban gives. The problem with that is, that's, it's not so Pshut, it's still like the issue, with, it's not so Pshut Shamikra. Rashi should have said this before, because again, the Mashmois always is that things are going in order. So if it's not in the proper order, and the reason how we know that is because it's nismach to the union of the Chanukas uh, of the, of the Nesim, then Rashi should have said that. He should have told us that it's a muktam uchimatar. That's usually the claw of Rashi. He will notify us and let us know when something is not in the proper order. Especially since in Parshas Nasa itself, in Perkei, it tells us about the mitzvah at shuluach atameim from the machna. You need to send those who are tummy away from the machna. And Rashi tells us, that the Reches parishes that were said on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And one of them is the Shluch HaTamim. So Rashi's telling us, in just one parak earlier, because uh, the, the Birchus Kainim are happening in Perak Vav, so he tells us in Perak that the Shluch HaTamim really happened on Rosh Chodesh Nisan because there are eight parishes that were said on Rosh Chodesh Nisan. The eight parishes, none of them are Birchus Kainim, because the Gemara tells us what the eight parishes are, and they're not the Birchus Kainim. So from this fact that Rashi A has to mention to us that this parsha is not in the proper order, by and he tells us that, that it's the eight parshias, then it's clear that Birchus Kainim, where he doesn't mention anything, and it's not one of the eight parshias, then of course then it wasn't said on Rosh Chaydish Nisan. The second answer the Ramban wants to give is that maybe Aaron had a command on Rosh Chaydish Nisan just that he himself will give a bracha to the people, just him, not his kids, and son of bracha for future generations, a one-time thing that on the day of the Chanukas, HaMishkan, he should give a bracha. And then a Reish Chodesh a month later, there was a, a command, a tzivi, that they're supposed to give the Birchus Kainim. But the problem with that answer is, again, it doesn't, we don't find in the Pasuk that Moshe told Aaron to give a Birchus Kainim, only that he should give the Birchus Kainim. Where does it say in the Pasuk, there's a tzivari for Aaron just on that one day to give a bracha to the people. And as we mentioned earlier, everything that had to do with Chunukas HaMishkan was a command from Moshe to Aaron, so therefore it's hard to say that there's high, why was, Lashon Adabar, my nishba the high nishba. What else is missing? There's only one thing that's missing. Everything else is mentioned as a command from Moshe to Aaron, except for this one Indian, that seems like a daifu. So those are the two shilas. So we continue on, is why B'chalal we have to look into, does Rashi want to say that we're talking about Bir Chaskainim? What's even his hechef for Bir Chaskainim? So we have to, even if we're, again, even if we're assuming that it is Bir Chaskainim and we have a hechef, we have two shilas that we need to take care of. But why even assume that it's talking about Bir Chaskainim? Where do you see this in the Pasuk? All the Pasuk tells us is Be'er Barachim. So how do we know that's Bir Chaskainim? So the Masculo David tells us 
it's because of the the comparison to Pasuch Gimel. In Pasuch Gimel, Moshe and Aaron are both giving a bracha. So from the fact that in that Pasuch it's Moshe and Aaron, that's a bracha which is relevant to the Mishkan, and something which is relevant to both of them, which is the idea is that the Shekhinah should be shared in the, in the, in the Mishkan. But why in the Pasuch Chavdeh is only Aaron giving the bracha and not Moshe? It must be that this is a bracha which is only Shaykh to Aaron, something which isn't Shaykh to Moshe. That's why only he's giving the bracha. Therefore, it must be Birchus Kainim. So the Rebbe likes the idea that it's clearly a bracha which is only Shaykh to Aaron, that's why he's the one giving it. But he doesn't like the Maskana, that that proves that it was Birchus Kainim. He says that doesn't prove that it was Birchus Kainim. Besides for the two questions we mentioned earlier, which would be matched for that it wasn't Birchus Kainim, we have a additional two questions. Now, first of all, why weren't Birchus Kainim is a mitzvah also for his children? So, if it's a bracha, if it's Talmud Birchus Kainim, shouldn't his children also have joined in? So, why is this a bracha that's only Shaykh to Aaron? It's also Shaykh to his children. So, it should have been Aaron Uvanov that gave the bracha, either Mitzad, because it was the Chinuch. The Lashon Rasladabra is that. That just like this was a, a chinuch la'avayda, it was also a chinuch for the mitzvah nesiyas kapayim. But if it's a chinuch nesiyas kapayim, also his children needed that chinuch nesiyas kapayim, or or to do stutz tamazayt. And it's a say for the kainim to give a bracha. And the second, the, the second issue is that we know that Moshe Rabbeinu actually was a kain for the first eight days, according to Rashi. And Rashi says hushvakulam lekuuna for the for, for the for the eighth day of the Maluim. So all so Moshe was a kain on the eighth day of the Maluim. So if he was a kain, that means the bracha was shaykh to him. So again, so why wasn't Moshe also giving the bracha? It was Birchus Kain, and the Moshe Taka should have been. Should have been Aaron, Uvanov, Moshe gave this bracha. So Adrava, his raya that it's something which is only, that it must be Birchus Kain, because it's Shaykh to Aaron, come for Kert. If it's Birchus Kain, it would have been Shaykh to everybody. Elamai, this said it's Shaykh only to Aaron, would actually show that it's not Birchus Kain. If we continue on in Rashi, Rashi tells us that. It says, what is the Birchus Kainim? He tells us it's Yivarechacha Yar and Yisa. So the Farshim asks, why does Rashi need to tell us what the Birchus Kainim are? We know what the Birchus Kainim is. It's Every Even a child knows what Birchus Kainim is. You say it every day in Davening. You say it, we have Birchus Kainim on Yontif. It's a Dover Pashim. And even if you want to say that the Dorchik that the child doesn't know, so Rashi wants to say it clearly, but why does he have to say all three? Just say Yivarechacha Begoymer, and then we'll know what the uh, rest of the, the Brachas are. Just say one of them, and you know, to continue on, that it means all the brachas. What's Rashi trying to bavar? So the Maskele David wants to say that it's Rashi's giving, he's trying to bavar why, it, like another hechrech of why it must be birchus koinim that the Pasik's talking about. An, an additional hechrech. What's the hechrech? That since the Pasik tells us that the Yisa Aaron is Yodhi Varchus Aaron, the Yerd Maasai Sachatis, that Aaron goes down, goes down from the Mizbeach from after making the Chathas Eilavashlamim. There's three Kabbanos over there. So the reason why it must be the Birchus Chaynim, because the Birchus Chaynim are also three uh, Brachas. So the, since the Pasik's telling us and connecting the Inyan of the Kabbanos to the Inyan of the Bracha, it must be that we're talking about a type of Bracha which is connected these three Kabbanos. And we see that Birchus Chaynim is connected to the Chathas Eilavashlamim. How? So before I should explain, it's because the first Brasik says the Virachacha Hashem Yishmaracha. What does the Yishmaracha mean? It means that he will guard you from sin. That's Kenegah the Chattis. The second Brasik says Ya'er. What does Ya'er mean? It means it's an Enoch Seichel, that Hashem will make things clear for you. 
So that's connected to carbon oil, because the carbon oil is a kapara for a person that has a machshava ra. So therefore, this is a forgiveness for that. There's an union of yair. And the third bracha is, ends up with the word shalim, the union of peace, and that's connected to the carbon shalomim, which everyone gets a shtickle of the the kayin, the mizbeach, uh, and, and the lailam get a part of the carbon shalom because it's maybe shalom lailam, so it's the union of shalom. So therefore, he says, it must be birchus kainim because it's connected to the three karbats. But, but whatever it says again, like this is not a very strong hechrif to say that this is, that we're talking about over here birchus kainim, because this is a remez rachuk. It's a very distant remez to say that since the Pasik says these three things, therefore the brachas can get these three karbanas, it's very difficult to say. And Rashi should have said it clearly. The Adraba, we know that usually when there's karbanas, Rashi will actually tell us the remez. We see by the Nassim, for example, that there was, uh, the, the, uh, Rashi tells us like what, what the union of each carbon was and why there was a, each uh, the kalim that they brought, like the kaf had a certain measurement and how much was in the measurements and how much flour was being brought, each thing had a reason for it. So, but over here, Rashi doesn't mention any of these ramazim, that the reason why he's a chat is, it was connected to these three things. He should have given us the dots, not let us figure out that it must be birchus kainim because it, it, it seems very, very distant. Especially, he says that if you look in the Divra Maskal of Rashi, Rashi doesn't bring uh, the words achatas fa'ila v'hashlamim. So the hafrich of Rashi from those three words, it should have brought those three words. And furthermore, when Rashi brings v'recha yar and yisa, he shouldn't have brought v'recha yar v'yisa. He should have actually brought the words v'yishmarecha, yar, and shalom. Because those are the three words in the birchas kainim, which is the hafrich that we're talking about birchas kainim. So therefore, the Rebbe is not satisfied with this chat. Let's go to the next Rashi. The next Rashi tells us, uh, and he went, uh, that what does it mean that he went down from doing the chatzis? It means he went down from the mizbeach. So again, this is like Pasha. What's Rashi trying to tell us? Obviously, we know the chatzis, the oil and the shlam was done on top of the mizbeach. So if he's going down from doing those three things, he's obviously going down from the mizbeach. Where else would he be going down from? So to understand this, Look at what the possible pshatim in this pasuk could be. There's really two ways to explain this pasuk. One way to explain it is that when it says v'yisa arnis yadayvarches on them, when Aaron gave the bracha to the people, v'yered, and then he went down from doing the chatzos eloshon. What it means is that he first did the birchos kainim, and then afterwards he went down from the mizbeach where he was because he was making since he had to do the chatzos eloshlami and he was on top of the mizbeach. So he did the Berchas Kainim, and after he finished the Berchas Kainim, then he went down uh, from the Mizbeach. That's one way of learning. Uh, and that would be according to, you know, the Pashtas of the Pasuk. Second way of learning is that when it says Ve'yerad, it means he already went down. Meaning is that he first went down, Ve'yerad is really the beginning. You should, you have to be, like the Torah's Kainim says like this. You're supposed to cut the Pasuk up and paste it, cut and paste. First, you should read that he went down from making the chatas oil and the shlamim, and then only afterwards he he blessed the people. And what's the reason for what's the hachrich for this shot, which is not l'fipshutishamikra? So there's two reasons. The re, one reason is is because we know that Aaron finished. We see from the pesukim that Aaron first uh, did all the karbanas, and only afterwards did he do the birchas kainim. So. So, so clearly, when it says ve'yered ma'asus achatas so also mashleilat, that he went down from making these things, it would have been before he did the birchas kainim because he first 
as we see from the early psukim, he finished all the karbanis. And then once he finished making all the karbanis, then he would have uh, he would have went down because there's no reason for him to stay up to give the birchus kain. So he would have went down from the mizbeach, and then he would have given the birchus kain because the birchus kain doesn't have any connection to the mizbeach. Either that's not where they did the birchus kain. So, so therefore, the pasuk you have to cut it up and read it like that: that he first went down and then he gave it, and then he did the birchus kain. The second hachraf is, is why does the pasuk bechalal need to tell us that he went down from the mizbeach? Who cares? I mean, obviously, once he finished his avaida. He finished doing the birchas. Let's say it was after the birchas kainim, like he, he did the karbanis, and then he did the birchas kainim, and then he went down. Why do you need to tell us that he went down? Obviously, he went down. Why was he going to stay there forever? Clearly, after he finished whatever he was supposed to be doing the karbanis, the birchas kainim, of course he would have went down from the mizbeach. What what is the pasuk adding, which is in, which, which is an obvious? Elamai, the pasuk is telling us is trying to give us a time frame. The pasuk is trying to tell us when exactly the birchas kainim take place. So it's telling us it took place. After he went down from doing the chatas to the Bahashlam. So therefore the Pasik is telling us that when Aaron, Yisa Aaron, as Yodavivarchsaem, when was this? This was after that he was Kvar Yorad from making the Khatas to Hashlam. And that's also how the Ibn Ezra learns it. That when it says Vayerid, it doesn't mean now he's being Yared, it means that he already was Yared from doing the Khatas to Ilam Hashlam. So that would be a, another hechrit to say. That, that you're not supposed to read the Pasuk of Shutei. Rather, uh, it must be that he already went down for the Chathos of Eilashlam. And again, and the reasoning is because the higher these words are extra. What is it, these words telling us? If it's just telling us that after he finished the whole Avayit, he went down from the Zverev, of course, it's obvious. What else would he be doing? He's not going to stay there forever. Of course, when he finished, you go down. Elamai is trying to tell us when the Berchus Kainim took place. That you would have thought that the Berchus Kainim took place at a different point in time. So therefore, it's telling you, no, 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 that, that when did it take place? The Berchus Kainim took place once he already was here. Therefore, you need to read Be'yered, not as after he did the Berchus Kainim, then he went down, which is obvious. Rather, Be'yered must mean that he already went down. And now we know when the Berchus Kainim took place, which is right before, uh, sorry, right after he went down from uh, making, um, from right after he, he finished doing the Kerbatis. Uh, so the problem with this chat is, first of all, again, we have to come to this idea that, the, that we have to cut up the Pasuk. Mikra Masuris, you, you got to cut up the Pasuk. Oh, sorry. So, so Rashi wants to say, Rashi is coming to tell us the second way of learning. You would have thought it's the first way of read, uh, to read the Pasuk, which is more Kipshut, right? But because of these two Hefreichim, therefore we need to read that Rashi telling us that the Yerid Ma'an Mizbeach means that he left, from, he went down from the Mizbeach. Meaning he's leaving the mizbech when he did the karbanis. That you would have thought beyered means that he's leaving from doing the, wherever he did the birchos kainim. In the kamash malah notes yered mal mizbech the place where he did the karbanis. There's a few problems with this fact. First of all, this whole idea of cutting up a pasuk and pasting. It's true, we do find this idea in Rashi and other places, and of course we give different area places where we find this idea of mikramisuris, but it's not kapshutai. It's on the Pashup shot that the Pasik is written in the opposite order. Usually a Pasik is written in the in the order that it take, took a vet, it took a how it, how it occurred. So if it's being mentioned in a different order, Rashi would tell us. So all the other times that they're giving examples, Rashi tells us exactly that this is a Mikramasuris, that you might have that since it's not Kipshuta, you have to read the Pasik differently. The Rashi, Rashi has to tell us that that's the way how you're supposed to read it. But in addition to that, there's other issues. First of all, how is this whole shot being Marumas and Rashi? How by Rashi telling us Mi'alam is it telling us that the Yared, that he first went down and then he gave the bracha? 
how does that tell us at all by telling us be I could read both ways. I could read also the first way in Rashi. Rashi's, what is the Pasuk telling us? That Aaron gave the Birchus Penan to the people, that he went down from the Mizbeach, from doing the Chatzis Oyle Shlom. How does that tell us, Be'er Ma'al Mizbeach, that, that that happened earlier? It doesn't tell us that happened earlier. Be'er Ma'al Mizbeach. He, either he went down from the Mizbeach because he was doing the Karbanis there, or, like the first way, he went down from the Mizbeach because that's where he was doing the Birchus Penan. So he finished doing the Birchus Penan, which was the place where he was doing the Chatzis Oyle Shlom, and then, then he went down. So it's, Rashi's not really telling us uh, any of this. In addition, there's a, there's a second problem. That even without the words, what's the, the main hachrich? Is that the Yered, what's the purpose of telling us that, that he went down from the Mizbeach? You know, as we said earlier, once he's finished his avoid, of course he's going to go down from his bath. Alamai were trying to tell us when the Birchus Kainim took place. It took place right after the Kavanas. So this is the Chayra. Even if you if you would just cut out the, those words completely, you would also know when the Birchus Kainim took place because the prior Pasik just told us that they finished their Kavanas, that he brought all the Kavanas, he was mocked to the Chalavan on his bath. And then it says, and he blesses the people. So we know exactly when it took place. Pashup Shap and Psukim would be that after he finished the Kabanis, he blessed the people. So why does he need to go back and tell us for year Masa to tell you when did it took place? It took place right after the Kabanis. Even if you didn't tell us the word for we would know that's when it took place. So it's not really adding anything in the Pasik. So your shot to say that it must mean Vayera, must mean that he already went down because it's telling us when it took place, that's not a real addition, because that we would know anyways. So the Oibazai, the Shaila comes back. Why does it say Be'erah? And maybe that's a question we have to deal with. Why Taka does it say uh, Be'erah? What is that, that coming to add in our passing? But it definitely is not trying to just tell us when the Birchus Kainim took place, because that is the higher Pasha than Pesach. The Rebbe gives a Kavaltic explanation. The Hectim. Until now, we've basically we've been explaining the Pesachim in two ways. The question is, what exactly did, what was the bracha that Aaron gave them? So one explanation we gave is that it was a general type of bracha, like the Ramban says, just like Shleiva Malachi benched the Yidin because of their great accomplishment of making the base Amigdash, she gave him a bracha. The problem with that shot is, is that it's not connected specifically to Aaron. As we brought already earlier from the Moscow of David, this that only Aaron gave this, this, this bracha, Masha'inkin, the, the bracha in Pasach HaGibu, which was Moshe Ve'Aaron, is Mashma that this bracha had something to do with the Shaykh's Kneged Aaron Dafke. To say that he gave him a, a general bracha like Shleimah HaMalach, then it's not specifically connected to Aaron. A second approach we had was from the Master David, how he explained Rashi, that there was a tzivu Yav Hashem, that it's just like the Yidin, the, the Koyenim, were being neschanech la'avayda b'yayim, to do the avaydus ha'karbanes, to become Koyenim. So similarly, they were also being neschanech for the Indian of Nesiz Kapayim. The same day they got the Tzivoy and the Chinuch to start the Avoida, they also got the, tz- the Tzivoy and the Chinuch to start Nesiz Kapayim. So the Birchus Kainim, the Shaykhus of Birchus Kainim over here is because this is the day when it's supposed to be started. The problem with this shot, as we said, is that A, Birchus Kainim really is only in Parshas Nasai, and which is Rosh Chodesh Ir. And second of all, in our Psukim, it doesn't mention anything about any type of Tzivoy that Moshe gave to Aaron to begin doing the the, the Birchus Kainim. 
So the Rebbe is going to be mechadish that there's a third reason why there would have been a birchas kainim. Not mitzad a bracha klal, it's not mitzad to do birchas kainim because it was the beginning of the avayda, therefore they have to begin also doing nesis kapayim. But rather, Aaron was giving a bracha which was masin to his avayda. The purpose, as we're going to see, of the avayda of Aaron was to cause the hashrasa shechina in the mishkan. And therefore, the birchas kainim that he gave wasn't the birchas kainim mitzad tzivuy of Hashem. Usually, Birchus Koinim is a tzivir that Hashem gave to Aaron Uvanov to bench the Yidin. And that's Taka only going to be starting on Rosh Chaydish ear. The Birchus Koinim that Aaron did, he decided to give it on his own. It was his own choice. How did he know the words? He knew the words because we know that obviously Bechlal, they learned So he could have known the words beside that. But the idea is he chose this bracha because it was relevant to the Avaida that he's doing, which is the Avaida of Hashra Sashrina. So let's explain. The purpose of making the mikdash is the mikdash There should be ashras ashchina. The problem is there can't be any type of ashras ashchina until the yidden were forgiven for the ma'isa egel kapar gemurah. We know that the yidden were forgiven to a certain extent already on Yom Kippur, and that's why they were able to get the luchas achrenes. But nonetheless, nonetheless, they weren't completely forgiven because it still says, but the day that the Yidin will get punished in the future, there will always be part of the punishment for the Chet Eagle. So there was never a complete forgiveness. So therefore, for, in order for the Shechina to be Shoyer in the base, in the Mishkan, there needs to be a Kapara Gemura. At least I assume this means a Kapara Gemura enough that there could be the Hashras Shechina, as we find in the beginning of Parshish Pekudeh. Rashi tells us the reason why it's called the Mishkan Ha'edus, because it's an Eidos that through this, that Hashem is Shoyer, his Shechini B'Yisrael, that's a Eidos that Hashem forgave the Jewish people. We also find in this week's parish in Pasuk Gimel, that it says that the Yidin were uh, sad, that every single day they were picking, they were building and taking apart the Mishkan, and the Shechini wasn't being Shoyer. So they tell Moshe that all this Teruch Shetarachno, all this Tirch uh, that we've had, in order that the Shechina should be Shechina Shechina Venenu, Venedu Shinnishapelon of Ego. So the purpose we're seeing is that part of the Shrasa Shechina was based on that only once you have the, uh, a forgiveness for the Ego, only then you can have the Hadash Shrasa Shechina. So what does Moshe reply to them? So Moshe replies to them as Dashi tells us that it says in Pasuk, This is the thing that you need to do, and through that the Kveit Hashem will be revealed. And he explains that Aaron, that my brother Aaron is fitting and more than me, that through his Aved and his Kabonis, the Shrina will be Shaira, and you'll know that Hashem has chosen him. In other words, that the purpose of the Avedis Aaron was to, to cause a for complete forgiveness for the ego and thereby have the Shras Shechina. That's why the Chattis that Aaron brings is a very interesting Chattis we don't find anywhere else. The Chattis was an ego, was a calf. Usually a Chattis is either a par, if it's a, let's say, a kapar or Mashiach, or it's, if it's a regular individual, it could be a goat or a lamb. You never find a, a, a goat or a lamb, but you don't, usually, you don't find an ego. So Rashi tells us the reason why it's an ego is because it was meant to be brought as the idea that the purpose was to Hashem is telling him that he's forgiven him on the Maisei Eagle. And this idea that Aaron was benching the Yidin that the Shrinah should be Shaira on them, meaning that they should have a complete forgiveness for the Maisei Eagle and therefore the Shrinah should be Shaira on them, 
we actually find this also by the second bracha that was given. The second bracha that was given, Pasach of Gimel, Moshe Rabbeinu is also davening. He says like this, He so Moshe Rabbeinu is also giving that bracha, but there's a difference between the bracha that Aaron's doing, which is a, a, is a bracha for his particular avayda, and the bracha that Moshe and Aaron are giving Pasach of Gimel, which is for the avayda of the Yidin. So Aaron is focusing on his avayda, which is connected to the Yidin of Abel, while the Pasach of Gimel is the avayda of the Yidin. As we see, the Lashon is, Hashem aleinu, upon us, in your Maisei Yadav, Maisei Dechem is plural, meaning the Maisei Dechem of the Yidin, that they're being involved in building the Mishkan. The Noim the, 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 the Hashem Al-Kim Al-Leinu, that has to do with all eight days of the Vayd of the Shemayin Sumayin Mulayim. So that's the bracha that Moish and Aaron are both giving. So there's one bracha which is particular to Aaron, which is, has to do with the Hegel, and then there's the general bracha, which is for the Maisei Yadav and the Vayd of the Yidin in general of the Shemayin Sumayin Mulayim, and over the, all the period of time that they were building and donating to the Mishkan, that they, that should be worthy, that the Shechina should be able to be Shaira uh, within uh, their, their Maisei Yidin. So therefore, the bracha that Aaron picks is connected to his avayda. The bracha is like this. The first one is Yivarechacha. Yivarechacha is that you, Hashem, should bless the Yidin. Meaning, if Aaron would have blessed the Yidin, that the Shechina should be Shaira, it would be in Kateganasa Senega. They're going to say, Aaron, you were involved in the Maisei Egel. How could you daven that Hashem should be Mechaper in the Maisei Egel, or Hashem should be Shaira the Shechina, you're involved in the Maisei Egel. Therefore, Aaron says, you're right. It's Yivarechacha Hashem. Hashem should give you the bracha. It can't come from me. Hashem should give you the bracha that the Shechina should be Shaira. And then the second one is Ya'er. Ya'er is Ha'aras Pano. We're asking for the Hashras HaShchina. But Ya'er Pano V'Lacha is that the Ha'aras Pano, I also see this Lashen, is Pana Yalechu by Moshe when he's asking Hashem not to send the Malah, he's asking Hashem to come with them in the travels in the desert. He says, Pana Yalechu, you, your countenance should come with us. So Ya'er Pano is the idea is that Hashem's countenance should be with us. That's the idea of the Hashras HaShchina. And how is that all going to be accomplished? That's going to be accomplished by Yisa Hashem. Yisa. Yisa is the Lashon of forgiveness. No Yisa Oven. So Hashem is, Aaron is basically giving a bracha that Hashem should give us, should bless you, that there should be Hashra Tashchina through the forgiveness of the sins. So Al Pizah, we're able to answer all the questions that we've had until so, so far. First of all, what's the Hachrech that we're talking about over here, Berchas Kayane? So the answer is because we know it's something to do, has a Shaykhis Miuchedis Ta'ar. So it has a shaykhus miyuchedes ta'aron, but on the other hand, it can't be a tzivoy ta'ar, because the tzivoy of birchus kainim is only much later. So what's the hachrech? The hachrech is that we're saying that, that sorry, that is the hachrech, and, and what is the bracha for? It's a bracha which is relevant to Aaron, because his avayda, as the kain gobel, as Amaisha said, that my brother is more kadai v'chashev many, that he could cause the hashras ha that he could cause the kaparsa ego. So this is a bracha which is connected to the avayda of Aaron, therefore he's the one that's giving the bracha, and it's the Birchus Kainim. Even though the Birchus Kainim is not at Sivri at this point, rather it's, 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 it's relevant to his avoid because he's asking that Hashem should forgive the eagle and uh, be sure his Shechina in the, uh, by the Yidin. And that's why Rashi tells us all three things Yavarecha, Yar, and Yisa. The last thing that we need to discuss, though, is the second Rashi, which was Vayerd Mialam Mizbech. So that we asked earlier, Vayerd Mialam Mizbech, why does Rashi need to tell us that he's went down from the Mizbeach, obviously he went down from the Mizbeach, because that's where he was. The Pasuk says it clearly, it says, So what, what is Rashi adding? 
we tried to say earlier that maybe it means the year it means Rashi's trying to tell us that you have to the year means that he already went down, that he gave the blessing after he already went down from doing the chatas to Eila and the Shlomish. Therefore, Rashi tells him Al Mizbeach that where is he going down from? He's not going down from where he was doing the Nisis Kapai. No, he's going down from the Mizbeach from where he did the chatas Eila the Shlomish. So he already went down and now he's doing the Birchas Kainim. Or we brought from the Tyrus Kainim, the Yushalmi, that you're supposed to maybe cut the Pasuk up, Mikmi Masuris, first read it, the year that he went down from doing the Chatzis Eilon Shalom, and only afterwards he did the Birchus Kainim. But we said that's not Marumbus and Rashi at all. Rashi, all Rashi says, Vier Malmizbeach, he doesn't say Vier means that he already went down, or Vier should be read as if that was the beginning of the Pasuk, and that's the first thing that occurred. All he says, Vier Malmizbeach, where he's coming down from. So Elamai, Rashi would learn the Pasuk Kipshutai. That Aaron was on the Mizbeach when he gave the Birchus Kainim. And what, what, why is that relevant? The reason why that's relevant is this is a beautiful chat, is because Rashi's trying to be Madgish that the Birchus Kainim that Aaron was doing over here was connected to the Avaida and not connected to the Tzivu Ledeiris of Birchus Kainim. The Tzivu Ledeiris of Birchus Kainim was never on the Mizbeach tells us in the Mishnayis and the Gemara that it was actually on the stairs of the Ulam. On the stairs of the Ulam they had the Duch and that's where they gave the Bracha by the by the base of Migdash. And, and, and by the Mishkan it would have been something similar. It was never on Mizbeach. So why over here was the Birchus? If the Birchus Kainim is the Tzivoy, then why was he doing it from on top of the Mizbeach? Like, that doesn't make sense. Even if you want to say, like the Masala Dava that we're talking about over here that he gave the Birchus Kainim. But why would the Birchus Kainim been on top of the Mizbeach? If, if it's Mitzad the Inyan of Chinuch, that this is the first time they got the bracha, the, the mitzvah, to do the Birchas Kainim, and therefore it was the Chinuch for the Inyan of Nesiyas Kapayim, why would he have done the Chinuch of Nesiyas Kapayim on top of the Mizbeach, which is not the usual place that it was done? It doesn't make any sense. But according to the Rebbe's Peshat, it's very Gushmak. The reason why he was doing it from on top of the Mizbeach was because it wasn't connected to the Tzivul Adars, rather it was connected to Zavayda. So therefore, right when he finishes the Zavayda, Goliath, right away, he, 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 he davens and he gives the bracha that Hashem Shekhinah should be shayra. And therefore he says the baracha yar yisa, as we explained earlier. And there, it has to be besmichus. Right when he's done, he does, he, he says it. So according to this, this is how you would read the Pasuk, according to Rashi. That it says, V'yisa arnis yodav el-am v'yavarachem with the birchus kainim. V'yered me'al-mazbech. Then he went down after the birchus kainim from doing the mazbech. And why, as a Maim HaMuska, why Taka was he on top of the Mizbeach, Bechlau, that was the Asay Sechatas for Eilash Lam. Since, why was he on top of the Mizbeach? He was doing on top of the Mizbeach because he was making the Chatas for Eilash Lam, he was burning the fats. So that's a Maim HaMuska. But V'yered means Me'al Mizbeach. So the, again, so let's repeat it. The reason why he was Taka there in the first place because he was doing the Karbanis. Why was the Birchus Kainim on top of the Mizbeach? It wasn't that it's connected to the Mizbeach. It's connected to the Avodah. Meaning, that the, the Voida would have been, let's say, on the floor, then he would have done the Birchus Kainim there. The, if, the, if the Voida would have been the Hechel, he would have done the, the Birchus Kainim the Hechel. But since the Voida was on top of the Mizbech, and that's where it was completed, it was completed on top of the Mizbech. So, the Pasuk's telling us, as soon as he finished the Voida, he gave them the Bracha while he was still on top of the Mizbech to make it Bismichos. And then he went down. Well, the tells us a very interesting Malvin. There's Machlaikis when the Birchus Kainim is supposed to be. Is it supposed to be af- after the burning of the ayvarim of the carbon tamid, or is it supposed to be before the burning? Meaning, is after the shechita, the zrika, but before the actual burning of the limbs. 
So the Bible tells us it's based on our Pasuk, how you read it. So according to the, the, the Pashup shot of reading it, that he went down from the, it's the way how you'd read it is, that he went down, uh, he gave the Birchus Kainem, and then the Yerid Maseh then he went down from doing the Chathas Hashlam B'la'ila. So of course the question that we asked earlier was, didn't, didn't they already finish the Chathas and the Shlam and the Ayla, everything earlier? Right, he tells us in the earlier Pesukim, that they already completed the Chatzas Ha'il HaShlam. Rather, what should have the Pasuk said? Should have said that he, he, he gave the bracha, and then he went down from Be'yerad, from on top of Mizbeach, from giving a bracha to the people, because that's the last thing he would have done. The last thing was giving them a bracha, not from making the Chatzas Ha'il HaShlam. So Elamai, there's an opinion that wants to learn, that what happened was that they, first, they talked did the Shechita Zrika everything, but then they did the Birchus Kainim. Only after they did the Birchus Kainim, that's when they finished burning the Avarim on the Mizbeach. So they still had something left. What was left, the Avarim were still left that needed to be burnt on the Mizbeach. So the Pasuk is a little bit not in order, because it's Mashmais from the Pasuk is that they already burnt all the Chalavim on the Mizbeach. But according to this, the, the Pasuk is telling us after the Yerad that Be'erad, only afterwards did he actually finish burning the Avarim, and then he went down from the Mizbeach. So okay, fine. Anyway, so according to this way of learning it, the the burning the first give the berachas kainim and then you burn the, the limbs. According to the second way we learned it, which is we brought from the taras kainim, is that you have to cut the pasuk up. That as the psukim were telling us until this point, they already finished burning the fats, as the pasuk tells us. Therefore, the yerd maasis means he went down first from doing the chatzos oyvushdam, and then only afterwards he gave the brach. According to this opinion, first you need to burn all the limbs, and then you do the berachas kainim. So that's how the Malbim wants to learn the Machlaikas. It really depends on the two ways of learning this Pasuk. So the Rebbe says, according to Rashi, it, you, we, won't, we don't know what his, what his opinion would be. Because according to Rashi, we're not talking about the Tzivri of Birchus Kainim over here. Over here was talking about the one-time bracha uh, of the, that Aaron gave, that the, 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 uh, that the that Hashem should give us of the Maisa Egel and the Shin should be Shaira. So this wouldn't be a raya of how Birchus Kainim should be done in general. So over here, the uh, way how Rashi was learning it, that Hitaka did complete everything first, and then he gave the Birchus Kainim. But this wasn't a regular Birchus Kainim, because the mitzvah, the tzivah Birchus Kainim, would only be up given a month later. So we don't know what the halacha would be regarding the Birchus Kainim. When should the Birchus Kainim be done? Should it be before the Hector Evarim or after the Hector Avarim. But the Rebbe does point out that even though that the bracha that Aaron gave, the birchas kainim that Aaron gave was a one-time thing, and it wouldn't be relevant to future halachas of when the birchas kainim should be given, but there, it is still relevant to us to today, because the bracha that Aaron gave is a bracha nimshachas, because through Aaron's bracha that we should be forgiven for the Maisa Egel, and therefore the Shekhinah should be shayra, this is something which is relevant to us even to today, because even today we can have the Hashras HaShchina. How could we have the Hashras HaShchina? Because Aaron was paled the complete kampara for the Maisa Egel.